This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of my podcast where I'm going to be talking a little bit about this NFL offseason and in particular the uh, quarterback situation that's going on in the NFL right now. So there are a number of teams right now who are exploring the possibility of changing quarterbacks for this upcoming season. There are a number of quarterbacks who were starters last year who may be hitting the free agent market this offseason. There are some other quarterbacks who may not be able to become free agents this year, but their teams are exploring the possibility of trading them and moving on to somebody else. And also the draft coming up in April is a pretty loaded quarterback draft. So yeah, there's a lot of options out there for quarterback at the moment. And a lot of question marks for teams right now as to who is going to be their starting quarterback for this upcoming season. So that uh, lends itself to a possibly very exciting offseason. There is a big shuffle up at the quarterback position because it's something that we don't really see too often. Uh, Most of the time, there isn't much movement with different teams at the quarterback spot. And there may or may not be this year either, but all the possibilities is what makes it interesting. So with all of that said, let's start with the situation that currently has the most buzz around it, the most rumors around it, and probably the most important one of the offseason, and that is the New England Patriots and Tom Brady. So Tom Brady, for the first time in his very long career, has the option this year of hitting the open free agent market. So with that, of course, there are a lot of rumors out there about where Brady is going to go. Is he going to stay in New England? Is he going to change teams? Nobody knows for sure yet, but let's talk a little bit about his options if he does decide to leave the New England Patriots. So there are rumors out there about the soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are definitely in the market for quarterback right now, with Phillip Rivers already announcing that he will not be returning to the Chargers next year. And with the Raiders moving to Vegas and some rumors out there that Gruden is not the biggest fan of Derek Carr as his quarterback, they could also be in the Tom Brady market as well. I do believe that either one of these teams would be extremely interested in Tom Brady if he was interested in going there as well. The Raiders are moving to a new city next year from Oakland to Las Vegas. So bringing in a guy like Brady would, of course, create a lot of buzz, a lot of excitement in a new city to sell tickets, jerseys, and get everybody excited for this season in the hopes of being able to be competitive for a Super Bowl. And the Chargers, having recently moved from San Diego to L.A., have been struggling a little bit lately with Uh, ticket sales and getting people in LA you know interested in the Chargers so their hopes may be that bringing in a guy like Brady would then attract some of that fan base over to them as well both of these teams feel as though they are ready to be competitive in the playoffs and possibly even push for a Super Bowl if they were to sign a great quarterback like Tom Brady So again, I do think both of these teams would be very interested in that possibility if Brady was interested in coming to them. But that's where the problem lies for me. I don't think Brady's going to be interested in the Raiders or the Chargers. And that's because wherever Tom Brady goes, he wants to go and compete for a Super Bowl. And he wants to go to a situation where he gives himself the best odds and the best opportunity to make it back to another Super Bowl. And I don't think the Raiders or the Chargers give him that opportunity for the main reason being that both of those teams are in the AFC West with the reigning Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, that means having to play the Chiefs twice a year. It means competing with the Chiefs for the division title. 
and running the risk if you're Tom Brady of instead of winning a division like he has every year in the AFC East with the Patriots just about he would be running the risk of being a wild card team in the playoffs as opposed to a division winner big difference there of course the division winners get to play at home the wild card teams get to go on the road it's pretty obvious why he'd rather win a division than play as a wild card just like everybody else would so from Tom Brady's perspective I don't think he would think it's smart to go to the Raiders or Chargers and be in a competitive division with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I just don't think that gives him his best chance to win a division, get a high seed, and make another run of the Super Bowl like he's looking for. So for me, that eliminates the idea of Brady going to the Raiders or to the Chargers. So if it's not one of those two teams, the other team out there that has really been rumored that Brady may be interested in going to is the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are a very good team. Of course, they made it to the AFC Championship game last year. They have, well, they'll probably have Derrick Henry coming back next year, even though he's a free agent as well. Most believe he is going to sign another contract in Tennessee. Their offensive line is very good. Their defense is solid. And as I said, they just made it to the AFC Championship game last year, beating Tom Brady and the New England Patriots in the first rounds, beating Lamar Jackson and the Ravens in the second rounds, and coming up short against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. So the Titans are pretty much a ready-made team, as long as they do sign back Derrick Henry, which I think that they will, and that might be attractive for Tom Brady. For all those reasons I just stated. And the other reason being that their head coach is Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel played as a linebacker with Tom Brady and the Patriots for most of his career. And he and Tom Brady are still friends to this day. So there would be a connection there if Brady wanted to go to the Tennessee Titans. But in my opinion, I don't think the Titans are going to move on from Ryan Tannehill. I'll get a little bit into those reasons later. Tannehill, another guy who could be a free agent this offseason as well. But in my opinion, I think the Titans are going to stick with Tannehill. He was very good for the Titans this past season. He had by far the best season of his career. He's 11 years younger than Tom Brady, way more athletic, of course. He did get the Titans to the playoffs, as we said, and win two playoff games. So there's not really much reason for the Titans to move on from Tannehill. He played 15 games last season. He won 10 of those games. He had a 27-6 touchdown-to-intercept ratio. And he actually had the best passer rating since 2013 by any quarterback. So for all those reasons I just stated, I don't see much reason as to why the Titans would want to move on from Tannehill. Uh, this kind of looks like a resurgence of his career. And with how good he was, I don't understand why they would let that go. So if Tannehill does stay in Tennessee, that means that Brady will not be Tennessee's quarterback next year. So where is Brady going to land? In my opinion, when it's all said and done, after all the rumors clear and the dust settles, I think Brady will be back with the New England Patriots again. I think that the plan of action for the Patriots, rather than letting Brady go, I think they will bring him back 
and try to get him a few more weapons this year because that offense last season was really bad. I personally don't think it was Brady's fault that that offense was bad. Of course, he had something to do with it, but his extreme lack of weapons was very apparent last season, and that offense just couldn't score. So rather than let Brady go, they could try to bring in maybe one of the top two tight ends that are out there on the market and either Austin Hooper or Hunter Henry. There's the possibility that Amari Cooper, the wide receiver, could be on the market as well. But if he's not, there's guys like Emmanuel Sanders. There's Chris Hogan, who he's played with before. So again, I think Brady will end up coming back to the Patriots and they will take the plan of action of trying to improve the offense, get Brady more weapons and try to make another run at the Super Bowl for these couple of years that Brady may have left in his career. Because all things considered, I do think the Patriots still give him his best chance to win another Super Bowl as long as they do get a couple of weapons. Because let's be honest, over the last decade or two, he's completely dominated the AFC East. He wins that division almost every single year. Even in down years, he still seems to win that division and get into the playoffs. And there's no reason to think that that won't continue as long as he comes back and they improve a little bit on the offensive side and give him a couple people to throw to. Okay, so now we're going to move on to another situation, and that is the New Orleans Saints situation. Drew Brees does not currently have a contract for this upcoming season with the Saints. There are rumors that he has thoughts of retiring. Some people think he might get into the broadcast fields. I think Brees is going to come back next year. I think he believes he still has a little bit left in the tank. I don't think Breeze is even really thinking of hitting the free agent market. I think he wants to be a New Orleans Saint. I think the Saints want Breeze. Um, I would be extremely surprised if Breeze played for any other team but the Saints next year. I think if he's not a Saint next year, it means it's because he retired. But again, I don't think he's going to go play for another team, nor do I think New Orleans would want to see him go anywhere else either. The Saints have been so close the past few years. They make the playoffs. They've fallen a little bit short of their goals, which is, of course, to win another Super Bowl. I do think this is still a ready-made team for Drew Brees. Their window is still open to win that one more Super Bowl while Brees is still around. They have a dynamic running back in Alvin Kamara. They have the best wide receiver in football in Michael Thomas. The offensive line is solid. The defense is solid. So, yeah, I do think that this Saints window is still open for a Super Bowl and I think Breeze does still want to be a part of it and I don't think the Saints believe that they have any other option out there right now that's better than Drew Breeze. And of course, Sean Payton and Drew Brees have this great chemistry together they have for a long time, and I think they are prepared to make one last run at it, uh, maybe a one or two year deal for Brees and see if they can get one before Brees calls it a career. So I do think Breeze will be back in New Orleans, but I do not think they will be signing back Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater has been Drew Brees' backup. He is set to become a free agent this offseason, and I believe they will allow Teddy Bridgewater to leave without offering him a new deal. The Saints, of course, also have Taysom Hill, which it's debatable as to whether or not he can really be a quarterback in the NFL. He was a quarterback in college. He has a unique skill set. 
which I think Sean Payton wants to continue to develop and check out. And I think he really likes the idea of possibly going to Taysom Hill after Drew Brees. I think if nothing else, he's very curious to see how that could work out. And I mean, the guy's a weapon. He does have a lot of tools. It just remains to be seen whether or not he can be a full-time quarterback moving forward. But again, that being said, with Brees coming back and Taysom Hill waiting in the wings, I do think that Teddy Bridgewater will hit the open free agent market and leave the New Orleans Saints. So that brings us to our next question of where will Teddy Bridgewater end up? I do think he will be offered a starting quarterback job. I think he's earned it. He was 5-0 and filling in for Drew Brees. He's a smart quarterback. He doesn't turn the ball over very much. I think uh, there'll be some teams out there excited to give Teddy Bridgewater a chance to start. And in particular, I'm looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are another team with a quarterback question moving into this next season. Of course, Jameis Winston was their starter last year. Jameis Winston's a very interesting quarterback. He puts up crazy numbers in terms of yards and touchdowns, but he just throws so many interceptions. Since entering the league, he leads the NFL in interceptions by far. What's interesting is that Bruce Arians, the coach of the Bucks, for the beginning part of last season, used to defend Jameis Winston a lot and his interceptions, but it kind of feels like he's sick of it because the later part of the year, um, the second half, he kind of stopped defending Winston and his frustration with all the turnovers and bad decisions by Winston were pretty apparent to Bruce Arians. To me, it doesn't seem like the Bucks are going to move forward next season with Jameis Winston. I don't think they're going to offer him another contract, and I think that opens the door for a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is actually only one year older than Jameis Winston. He has nowhere near the same turnover problem that Winston has. Teddy Bridgewater has actually done a good job in his career so far of taking care of the football. And I think that Bridgewater could be a guy that Bruce Arians would be excited to bring in and run his offense. Bruce Arians runs, you know, a very exciting pass game, a lot of vertical offense. Again, Winston threw so many interceptions that it really killed the Buccaneers last year. They were a pretty good team besides that. And I think the Arians would be excited to bring in a guy like Bridgewater to try to run his offense as efficiently as Jameis Winston did, but without all of the interceptions. Now, speaking of Jameis Winston, I think he's going to have a difficult time this offseason finding another starting role because of all the interceptions like we've been talking about. Most coaches aren't going to want to put up with turning the ball over as much as he does, even though he does have a big arm. He's great throwing the ball deep downfield, but it's been years now and he hasn't gotten over the really bad decisions and throwing into traffic. And again, most coaches are not going to tolerate their quarterback turning it over that much. Do I think he'll get another chance somewhere? Probably. I think his best case scenario right now is maybe a team bringing him in as a backup or a speculative quarterback competition going into camp. I think a team's maybe like the Raiders with John Gruden not thrilled about Derek Carr. The Chargers could possibly make that move if they wanted to. Uh, Maybe the Bears with Mitchell Trubisky struggling so much last year. So yeah, I think Jameis is going to be more in that mix of backups slash competing for a starting job or pushing a struggling starter with other guys like Marcus Mariota and Case Keenum. 
competing for those same spots as free agents as well. So yeah, I do think it's going to be tough for Jameis to find a landing spot where he's going to become a starting quarterback next year like he wants to be because I just don't think any team is going to tolerate the turnovers that he's going to bring. Okay, so let's move on to another situation now, and that is Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers and the Chargers have already said that he will not be returning as their quarterback next year. The Chargers are going to go in a different direction, though it still remains to be seen what direction that is. They do have a pretty high draft pick. They're picking sixth overall, so they could be looking to draft a quarterback this year, maybe grab a guy like Justin Herbert if he's still there, or trade up and try to get someone like Tua. Uh, Again, we're not exactly sure the direction that the Chargers are thinking for quarterback. Could be the draft, could be one of these free agents, could be a trade situation such as Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford and the Lions are rumored to possibly be exploring trade locations for Stafford. The Lions are another team who pick very high in the draft. They have the third overall pick. So if they do decide to trade Matt Stafford, they would have that third overall pick where they could draft Tua or Herbert or one of the QBs available in this upcoming draft. A couple of other names that could be on the trading block in terms of quarterbacks besides Matt Stafford are someone like Cam Newton. Cam Newton, 31 years old. It's been five years since his MVP season. He hasn't been the same since that shoulder surgery. You know, we're not really sure what Cam Newton is right now. It doesn't really look like he's going to leave the Panthers in particular because the Panthers aren't going to get much back for him at this point. So it doesn't make a lot of sense value-wise to trade him. So his name has been out there, even though it doesn't really seem like the Panthers would make that trade, getting no value in return. But some other names, uh, Andy Dalton, his name has been out there on the trading block with the Bengals having the first overall pick and everybody assuming that they're going to be drafting Joe Burrow out of LSU. That then puts Andy Dalton on the trade market for possibly one of these teams looking for a quarterback. Dalton, veteran quarterback, he's been decent, not great his whole career, but if a team's looking for You know, maybe a bridge quarterback in the short term while they develop a younger guy. Dalton is definitely available from the Bengals. And then the other name that's been floating out there on the trade market is Nick Foles for the Jaguars. Nick Foles does have a really big contract, so he'd be pretty difficult to trade. Um, I'd be surprised if many teams were interested in taking on the contract and the money that he'd be making, but the Jaguars are putting him out there, see if anyone is interested, because they will be going with Gardner Minshew, most likely, this upcoming season after his promising rookie campaign. So yeah, there are some veteran quarterback names out there on the trade market if that was a route that the Chargers wanted to take instead of exploring the free agent options. And if maybe they are thinking of drafting that quarterback high in the first rounds, bringing in a veteran to kind of get the rookie ready is uh, never a bad approach, and many teams do take that approach. So it'll be interesting to see what the Chargers do decide to do moving forward. But what we do know is that their quarterback will not be Phillip Rivers next year. So where is Rivers going to end up next year? We have to believe that he will get a starting job somewhere. He's still a good quarterback. He's had some turnover issues in his career as well. He is getting up there in age, but 
but it'd be hard to think that Rivers is not starting for somebody next year. But who is the question? A lot of rumors out there saying that Rivers will be going to the Indianapolis Colts this offseason. And to me, it does seem to make a lot of sense if that is where he ends up. They do have a quarterback right now, Jacoby Brissett. Last year, he had some injury problems. And even when he did play, he was overall pretty unimpressive. He has one year left on his deal. So Brissett isn't going anywhere. But to me, it just felt like last year he wasn't quite ready to be the guy for the Colts. And if you do bring in Phillip Rivers, you would still have Brissett as his backup for another year to possibly continue developing him and playing behind Rivers and see what he turns into next year. Rivers could kind of bridge that gap, if you will. And Rivers also has a connection with the head coach of the Colts, Frank Reich. Frank Reich was on the staff in San Diego with the Chargers when Rivers had some of his best years, and Frank Reich and Phillip Rivers are still close to this day, so there is some attraction there, maybe, if Frank Reich wants to bring Rivers back. They already have a relationship. Maybe they think they can work together and get something done in Indianapolis. The Colts are a good team right now. I think they are ready to win now, and I think they believe that with just a couple minor changes this offseason, they can be very competitive both in the AFC South as well as maybe even making a run in the playoffs. They have a very good offensive line. Their defense is very good as well. They have some weapons in the running game. Uh, they could probably use a receiver, which is something they could address this offseason with their $86 million in free cap space that they have, as well as three picks in the top 50 overall in this upcoming draft. So yeah, the Colts are a team that is ready to win now. They have money to spend this offseason. They have some draft capital. So bringing in a guy like Rivers and putting some pieces around him would probably be an attractive option for head coach Frank Reich, especially considering the relationship that he has with Rivers. So all things considered, it does seem to make a lot of sense. Rivers going to the Colts, and I think it's more than likely when things are all said and done that it is where Rivers will be ending up next year starting for the Indianapolis Colts. So that brings us to our next situation, and that is Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, there are a lot of rumors out there about the Cowboys as well, about Dak as well. Is Dak going to stay with the Cowboys? Are the Cowboys going to give him the contract he's looking for? I think when it's all said and done, Dak Prescott will get a deal with the Cowboys. Boys. Maybe they franchise tag him this year. Maybe they give him his deal this year. But either way, I would be absolutely shocked if the Cowboys let Dak walk away. And I don't think that Dak wants to walk away either. So again, I think besides all the rumors out there and all the speculation out there, when it's all said and done, I think Dak Prescott will be the starting quarterback for the Cowboys this coming season and for many seasons moving forward. So that brings us to our last team, and that's the Miami Dolphins. I think they are the only team in this quarterback shuffle that I haven't mentioned so far. And the only reason for that is because I think the Dolphins are strictly just looking to the draft. I don't think they're going to be very active in all this that's going on with the free agent quarterbacks. Uh, they have the fifth overall pick in the draft. They have a ton of other draft picks as well in case they want to move up even higher in the draft. But I do believe that the Dolphins are going to draft a quarterback. It will probably be Tua. It could be Justin Herbert, but I don't think that they're looking anywhere besides the draft for their quarterback of the future. 
you know, they could possibly sign one of the veterans as a stopgap for a year while Tua or Herbert gets ready. But in general, I do think that the Dolphins are looking to the draft for their quarterback and not the free agent or the trade market. They currently have the fifth overall pick and looking quarterback. The number one overall pick right now is the Cincinnati Bengals. I think we all believe that they are going to be drafting Joe Burrow out of LSU. I think that's believed and assumed by just about everybody that that is going to be their pick even though they haven't officially announced that yet at number two is the Redskins who just drafting a quarterback last year I would not think they would be in the quarterback market again this year behind them is the Detroit Lions at number three there is the possibility that the Lions could be going quarterback, especially if they do trade Matthew Stafford, as it has been rumored, then at three, they might be looking quarterback. And why that's important is because, as I said, the Dolphins have the fifth pick. If they fall in love with Tua or Herbert and want to make sure that they get one of those two guys, they may have to trade with the Redskins to jump in front of the Lions and take their choice of quarterback. If not, they may just be stuck with what's left over or someone trying to trade into the four spot ahead of the Dolphins and they would get blocked out from Tua and Herbert altogether. Now, that's just all speculation and I do think that the Dolphins will get who they want at quarterback, whether it be Tua or Herbert, whether it be at the fifth pick or if they have to jump up and go get them, they do have the draft capital to pretty much do what they want with that fifth pick if they want to turn it around into a higher pick I think that they will have the ability to do that and they will kind of have their choice of quarterback after Joe Burrow so those are the big three names for quarterbacks in the draft right Uh, Joe Burrow Tua and Justin Herbert it looks almost guaranteed that Joe Burrow is going to be a Bengal at number one and then you have the Lions at three the Dolphins at five the Chargers at six Uh, those three teams could all be looking for quarterback depending what happens in the free agent market beforehand Uh, but for those three teams there's just Tua and Herbert in terms of the big three so it could be three teams fighting for two quarterbacks but we'll kind of see how that all pans out this is a very deep and strong quarterback draft besides those three that I just mentioned there are four other quarterbacks that could be first or second round picks and most likely will be first or second round picks in Fromm, Love, Eason, Hurts. Yeah, so there's a lot of depth at the quarterback this year. You might see teams in late first round, early second rounds move up to take one of those guys as a speculative pick for, in particular, for teams that may be looking for the quarterback of their future after a quarterback that they may have now who's getting older or is no guarantee to be that guy moving forward. But again, a lot of that also will depend on what happens in the free agent market before the draft. The free agent period starts in just about two weeks from now. Uh, March 16th is when free agent period starts, and then the draft is April 23rd. So a lot is going to happen between now and then. All things considered, this is lining up to be a very exciting offseason. It might be a very different looking NFL next year, in particular in terms of the quarterback position, which is, of course, the most important position in the NFL. And honestly, I'm really excited to see how this all shakes out. Um, I hope you are too. So many different ways that things could fall, and we'll just see how it turns out. So I think that does wrap up this episode of our podcast. 
we will surely be having another episode for this NFL offseason. Once we see where some of these chips fall, where some of these quarterbacks go, and what some of these teams are thinking moving forward, when we have some more definite answers on that, uh, there will be another episode on that to follow up on all these scenarios that we talked about today. But football isn't the only thing that we're looking forward to in these coming weeks. Selection Sunday for college basketball. Coming up very soon, March 15th, after Selection Sunday, we will definitely be having a podcast for our March Madness preview. We'll talk all about the tournament, some of our picks, some of our upset likes. Uh, That'll be exciting. I hope you tune in for that one. Again, that'll be after Selection Sunday, so sometime after March 15th, but before the actual tournament starts. So let's say March 16th or March 17th, somewhere in there, uh, we'll definitely get our episode up about our March Madness preview. And also, baseball is right around the corner. Opening day for baseball is March 26th. That's less than four weeks away at this point. So we are definitely going to have a season preview coming up for the upcoming baseball season. So yeah, a lot of exciting stuff happening right now in sports. We have a lot of episodes coming up. So with that, this has been Adam Hulse. I thank you again for tuning into this episode, and I hope you join me for all the episodes to come.